Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. All those things. Seems like we've done... Seems like ages since we've done this. It's the... I was going to say the weekly news and chat show from bottom of the stream, but we, we had last week off. We did. So it's... Oh, that's fine. Occasional weekly chat it's show. It's always <laughs> weekly, apart from the odd... Times it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> for, uh, about 800 episodes or whatever. I think we're in there. for a good... Solid slant now, aren't we? Going, yes, I think are you so. Okay there? No, my microphone stand is playing games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're in for a good run now. I don't think we've got any other time off coming up, have we? Are, we? we are on the sort of we're on the run down towards the end of season yeah. eight, and then it'll be Botska time. It will about April time. That should happen. Yeah, end of March, April yeah. ish. And there we go. And then we go straight into season nine. <laughs> Wow, but we've still got quite a lot of season eight left to go. I think there's ten episodes left. We have, and should we quickly mention uh, last week's, well, two weeks ago, movie? <laughs> two weeks ago, yeah, yes, the let's decl- mention it because it was a new table topper. It was top of the stream, the Best decline film we've seen all season. Apparently, Do you still think that? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a fair place for it yeah. to go. I a, think it a, deserves that. A proper hidden gem. Yeah, it was. It was a really good film. I would say. Yeah. What have we got this week on Thursday? We had this week we've got an Indonesian action movie called Headshot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. No, not me. It was, uh, it's going to be a fun time, I think. These action movies that we do, they're always... Uh, I, I mean, it left nothing on the response. table. That's all I'll say. It did Thursday. It certainly didn't. Apart from various body parts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a man punches for a typewriter. That's my favourite <laughs> moment in that film. <laughs> and they're pretty solid. They are. So. And he gets all the little prongs stuck in his knuckles. Yeah. Which, oh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, we've got want, that coming on Thursday. You want more of that? Come and uh, come and listen to the movie show on Thursday. But more importantly, how have you been? I've been okay. How have you been? Good. I've been away. I've been on holiday. How was that? I had a nice family week away. Yeah, it was great. Nice time. Yeah, weather all right. Considering it's, it's February. Yeah, yeah, it was quite nice. You've done all right, I think. This week, I think it's going to snow this week. Apparently, so I think you chose the right week. Yeah, to go. Didn't, no snow meant to build. Um, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Good. I'm glad. Did do all the water slides and just yeah, it was fun. Excellent. Uh, and then uh, back to it. Back to it. Straight back into action. Back on the wave. How about you? Riding this wave. Um, yeah, I've been all right. I've been had quite a quiet fortnight. To be fair, I've not really done a lot. I went to see another stand-up comedian the other week. Okay, that was cool. Just went to see Chloe Pitts. Yes, she was great. Aware. Really, really good time. Um, I go to see Judy Love in May. Oh, nice. I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, she's great. She's going to be great. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Excellent. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I've done. I've not been to the cinema. What? There's not a lot going on. It's because do you not do you not think at this time of year when you've got like the awards movers out, like even more so than sort of blockbuster time where yeah you used to have sort of a clearance if you had a huge blockbuster movie coming out yeah that might be the major release for three weeks or even a month yeah. But I I now seem to think that happens more around award season. Yeah, I think you're right. They let award films like gestate a bit more. Yeah, the, nothing comes out the in the lead up to the Oscars. Yeah, and then after the Oscars, after the Oscars is traditionally where the horror films start to come. Yeah, because they're they're not in contention. Well, Scream Six is in that slot this year. Yes, come in just. I think it comes a week before the Oscars, but it's that sort of idea. So yeah, so I've not been. I, I haven't been to see Ant Man. I, I, I decided not to. Okay. I was going to. He'll be on Disney in six weeks. Exactly. So, don't worry about it. So, I didn't I didn't see the need to. So, yeah. Okay. Had a few mixed reviews, hasn't it? Yeah, okay. it's not doing not doing great. I think the Marvel thing is just dying. Slowly. Yeah. I, and there's a, there's a whole... Well, I mean, at least I the ha- interest in it. The films are still going to come thick and fast. I haven't yeah. mentioned it in the news, but there, there has been, a, over the last couple of weeks, a, 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 you know, sort of a, a bit more info out about how rushed the, mm. the CGI was. On that movie. Yeah, apparently it's not great. Yeah, because it was being produced at the same time as Wakanda Forever. Right. And it seemed to be that's where most of the resources went. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, which... You wouldn't think Marvel should have a problem with, like, saying... No, you wouldn't. ...getting a few contractors in the money they've got. <laughs> no. Two greatest... Right. The two biggest films of all time, or two of the biggest films of all time, are under there. Probably eight of the ten or yeah. something. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, but... Everybody's trying to save money. Yeah. Even Marvel. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool. Shall we do some Netflix news? Let's do it. What have we got this week on the slate? I thought, what more exciting yep. to start after having a week off last week yep. than some tax news? Let's talk about some tax news. <laughs> Love it. 
Uh, and that is specifically Netflix refusing to pay uh, tax that is demanded from them by a swathe of internet providers around Europe. Okay. Who are basically saying, we want some money off you, Netflix, because you take up a lot of our bandwidth. A lot of our bandwidth. <laughs> okay. Have they got any legal right to say that? Well, Netflix Apparently are kind not. of basically saying, no, uh, look, we're Netflix. You you want us. They, we help attract users to your um, your services. You need to have a good enough service. Wow. I, I'm sure we've not heard the last of this. No, um, I'm sure we've not. Yeah. I uh, suppose it makes sense if a lot of the internet bandwidth is taken up by Netflix these days. Yeah. They should pay for that. Um, yeah, I mean, Greg Peters, co-CEO of Netflix, has <laughs> said, look, we've invested over 60 billion in content alone over the last five years. That's 50% of our total revenue. We play a part in creating a virtuous flywheel. Better, more varied content leads to more people willing to pay for better broadband services. That's a good point as well, to be fair. The better Netflix gets, the better internet you're going to need. Yeah. So you pay those people more money. Uh, and Peter says, look, if this were to come to fruition, you'd be effectively telling us that internet service providers are charging twice for their same infrastructure. They're charging consumers for the connection. And then if they were to pay us as well, uh, charge us as well. Yeah. Is that not double dipping? I don't know. Look, yeah. anyone wants more money, don't they? Of course they do. It's interesting though, isn't it? It's Where is this going to end up? Yeah, will it go all the way to a sort of legal will Netflix courtroom start, saga? Will Netflix start buying up ISPs and becoming their own service providers? Stranger things have Why happened. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And then, could you imagine, they do that, no one else can have us. Yeah. The, you can't say they wouldn't have the power to no, all the money absolutely. to do that. It's, uh, yeah, we'll keep our eye on that one. Yeah, it's, definitely. Um, it's got some legs in it, that story. Yeah. Next. Uh, fresh off the success of his Oscar-nominated stop-motion version of Pinocchio, yes. Guillermo del Toro has uh, announced that he's going back to stop-motion. Okay. Uh, back to Netflix. Okay. Uh, and he's confirmed that he is making... Uh, his version of the buried giant. I don't know if I know that. Uh, which is a Japanese novel. Uh, the rights have, have come over to him uh, by Kazuo Ishiguro. Okay. Uh, a book that takes place in a mythologized fifth century Britain. Oh. Okay. Uh, in which an old couple decide to undertake a journey to find the sun they have not seen for several years. However, hindering their simple quest is a mysterious mist enveloping the whole land, causing amnesia in all its inhabitants. Interesting. Uh, the trolls, ogres, dragons, and giants are also something of a problem. Oh, yeah, they would be. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, Del Toro says, The Buried Giant continues my animation partnership with Netflix and our pursuit of stop motion as a medium to tell complex stories and build limitless worlds is an honour and a responsibility for me to direct the screenplay, which we are adapting from the profound and imaginative novel. Uh, Del Toro is writing a screenplay with... Um, I think it's Dennis Kelly. Okay. Who uh, wrote Netflix's Matilda musical. Oh, right. So all with previous relationships with Netflix. Interesting. I mean, Del Toro going, saying that stop motion is going to be his way forward for... Found a gap in the market. He's got an Oscar nomination for it. Keep yeah. doing it. Why would you not? He's really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> that Pinocchio film's really good. I don't, I don't know that's only a small synopsis, but you can, you can see all that yeah. lending itself brilliantly to stop motion. Yeah, 100%. So that's, a, that's another five years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, though? Nobody I'm, else is doing it. I'm excited it? by that. Me too. That's, uh, that's, that, that sounds um. To be fair, that anything that cool. Del Toro does is pretty exciting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Keep an eye on that one as well. I'd say I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the announcement this week that uh, Netflix is releasing uh, <laughs> Agent Elvis. I saw the trailer for this the other day. It's, it's interesting. Uh, a forthcoming adult animated comedy. Uh, 
and it's got quite the cast. It really has. Uh, the trailer, as you say, is out uh, now, uh, and the show itself will debut on March the 17th. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the synopsis says Elvis Presley trades in his jumpsuit for a jetpack when he is covertly inducted into a secret government spy program to battle the dark forces that threaten the country he loves, all while holding down his day job as the king of rock and roll. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is playing Elvis Presley. That's genius casting. Also in the cast, Caitlin Olsen, Johnny Knoxville, uh, Tom Kenny and Don Cheadle. And... Guest stars lined up. Ed Helms, Jason Manzukis, Christina Hendricks, Kieran Culkin, Chris Elliott, Asif Ali, Fred Armisen, Simon Pegg, Craig Robinson, Gary Cole, and Priscilla Presley playing herself. Wow. Meta. Very meta. That's brilliant. What a cast that is. Yeah. That trailer, if, you, if you've not seen the trailer, either, check it out. It's on YouTube. Go and find it. It's, it's very fun. It's going to be a fun show, that. You're gonna have a lot of fun with that one. I yeah, think. definitely. I, uh, I same. I had to look at the uh, the trailer, and it, yeah, it's just gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I fingers think it crossed. Is. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk about it more as it comes out. Here's something interesting. Go on. Uh, Netflix this week uh, has released something we said that they should do. Okay. In terms of where you know where we always moan about, you've got this platform to yourself. You've got a page for for all your releases on your app. However, you watch Netflix. Yes, you have the trailers there. What about interviews? What about behind the scenes? Yeah, DVD footage, extras, bloopers, yeah, commentaries. Well, this week uh, they have released a Glass Onion director's commentary by Ryan Johnson. Oh, okay. But okay, you will not find it on any of your Netflix apps. Right. You will find it as a podcast. Right. Which you will then have to start at the same time as the movie. Why? If you wanted to watch along. Why? why? I don't know why they've done it this way around. That seems a very weird way of doing it. And uh, we've talked about doing that ourselves before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Having a watch along. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, so I looked into this. I thought this was a bit strange. And what I actually found out is that, and I, I I've never heard this mentioned before. Uh, that that actually the podcast feed that Netflix have, have released this on, um, is this isn't the first thing that, that right. Netflix have used it for. Okay. Um, and but it's not been used for like two years. Right. But there's a there's about uh six six or seven movies. So they've done this before. With, yeah, yeah, with a commentary. Um, available on this podcast feed, and I just think this has been what? totally hidden. I had no idea that no, this was a thing. Same. So, what other movies can you get it for? Uh, the, the a lot of them were sort of uh, what I would call not bottom of the stream movies, right? But because proper movies, but not big <laughs> releases. Movies. The only the only one I was really aware of was Always Be My Maybe. Okay, yeah, from a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, the fact it's on this um. This podcast feed, I think, was really, really interested. That is really interesting, and I understand and really understand why. Yeah, when you could just have it on your, or have it as well on your. Yeah, um, you just have it as another audio option. Surely you've got English, yeah, exactly. English, exactly. French, German dub. Yeah, commentary. Um, yeah, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> I like, Netflix like, do some weird shit. But like we said before, is it's a bit of a bit of a. Um, you know, proof of concept. A bit. Of, I don't know what they're trying though. So you've but, got to watch. It makes it really difficult as well. So you've got to watch the film on your TV and sync it up on your phone at the same time. Yeah. So you're listening to two audio things at the same time. It's going to be really confusing. Basically, yeah. if you're watching it on your phone, you can't do the podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've you've got you've got to do um do a bit of lining up. I, I just thought that was really interesting. It is really so interesting. I didn't know they'd done it before. Um. We should do it. But they haven't. <laughs> we yeah, should they, do it ourselves. They, they've not basically not used this feed for two years. Wow. Uh, yeah. We should have a go. We should do a director's commentary of a film. Just one of these bottom of the screen I, I'm quite happy to do a watch along. <laughs> just as a, a, yeah, a talk uh, along. We'll just watch it on this screen here while we're talking along yeah. into this microphone. The, we might have an issue with audio, but we might be able to figure it out. 
But people could, if that's what they're, if that's all they're doing, we'll just go, well, you just, we are pressing play now and yeah. people can listen well, to That's basically what they're doing. Yeah. Press and they're Netflix. <laughs> multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. Yeah. You're just talking long and then, right, we're going to start the film now. Press play on Netflix now. Job yeah. done. Here we go. Let's sync up. There's an, there's an idea. Weird, there. Let's it seems like a this. really weird way to. <laughs> it does seem them like a really it. weird way for them to do it. With, with, it's a good idea for us. <laughs> Next, we've talked uh, in the past, uh, you know, uh, uh, quite a long time ago about a unofficial Stranger Things, like off, off, off Broadway. Yes, I think we have play. It's basically more of a parody yeah. slash musical. Um, well, it has now been announced in the last couple of weeks that an official Stranger Things play opens later this year in the West End in London. Wow. Uh, produced by the Duffer Brothers. Uh, and it's a prequel okay. to Stranger Things. Uh, it's called Stranger Things, The First Shadow, set more than 20 years before the events of the series. It follows the characters of Jim Hopper, Bob Newby, and Henry Creel when they were younger. Okay. Do you think there's an interest in that? Stranger Things, the the play? Yeah, I think there will be. I, I don't really see how that ties in with the story, because does that... If it's 20 years before, does that imply that these people knew what this town was like 20 years well, earlier? Or? Yeah, because there's been no hint of that in the show, no. has there? Furthermore... It's going to be directed by Stephen Doldry. Who is? The, he directed multiple episodes of The Crown and is just like a really big, incredibly renowned theatre and, and TV director. Um, wow. The few details we have is that uh, it's set in 1959 uh, in Hawkins. Uh, a young Hopper's car fails to start. Uh, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he calls a mechanic. It's a no problem with the starter motor. <laughs> and a young Joyce Maldonado, uh, who viewers will later know as Joyce Byers, uh, is trying to graduate school and leave the town. Wouldn't it be uh, great if it just had no Stranger Things contact at all? It was just two people living in a town. Yeah. <laughs> there was no like upside down. There was no monsters. It's just a, a really just, boring just a day really, today. <laughs> it's just these two people living their life in the, what, 60s? Uh, it also says new student Henry Creel <laughs> is introduced. Uh, his family find that a fresh start in this town is not so easy, and the shadows of the past have a very long reach. Uh, the beginning of Stranger Things may hold the key to the end. Oh, that's interesting little tagline. It's, I mean, <laughs> if those two are producing it, it's got to tie in with the story somehow. But yeah, I just don't really see how. Because it takes like, like iron, but I don't know how. Because for me, the least interesting part of the last series of Strange Things, as great as it was, were the sort of and Joyce. <laughs> no, I was going to say it was the, it was the 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 eleven flashbacks, the like, yeah, going back into so how all the numbers were treated, yeah. and uh, you know, if if this is a lot about Creel, then presumably it's going to be a lot about how he ended up in that program, and yeah, and um, yeah. We'll see. Road the goings on around the house. Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, the Duffer Brothers, their their official press release on it said, can't wait to see you nerds in London. <laughs> oh, that's like an invite. <laughs> they also said, you'll meet endearing new characters as well as very familiar ones on a journey into the past that sets the groundwork for the future of Stranger Things. We're dying to tell you more about the story, but won't. It's more fun if you come and discover it for yourself. And give us your money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What if they just need to set up some law for the next season then, and this is the way to do it? Possibly, but it's only... Uh, A very small percentage of people are going to be able to see it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. Why not? Let's go. Look, let's, let's get some uh, tickets booked. Let's, yeah, you've got to, got to ride that uh, Stranger Things wave. We'll do it, and then we'll do an episode on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Uh, Kristen Bell is returning to Netflix. Good. Uh, she did some work for them. Oh, you've got to be getting 18 months, maybe even longer uh, ago, with The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Yes, great film. Uh, well, uh, she's back and signed up with uh, executive producer Stephen Levitan, who is most known for Modern Family. Okay. Uh, 
and it's a new comedy series uh, about the unlikely relationship between an irreverent, outspoken, agnostic woman and an unconventional rabbi. Interesting. Does that float your boat? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I really like Kirsten Bell, so yes, I, I think anything she does is great. So, Yeah, uh, she, they've signed up for that and it is now in development. I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> she she makes things watch. She's very she's watchable. very watchable. She's yeah, got she a lot is. of charisma. So yeah. I'll be interested interested to see how the cast sort of fills out on that one and where yeah, it goes. Definitely. I did like the woman in the house across the street. Yeah, I did as well. The that was really great. I I was fully in on the joke and I was like, yeah, let's let's ride this. Yeah, hundred percent. And it actually had quite a really decent ending as well. Was, yeah. There was actually a good reveal at the end. So Obviously, okay. the good place is great as well. Sure, sure. Um. Yeah, so more more of her work with Netflix. I'm up for that. Yeah, me too. Next. Do you like John Cena? Yeah, great guy. Okay. Do you like Simu Liu? I don't know much about him, but yeah, he seems nice, nice little chap. And how do you feel about Aquafina? Aquafina's of this parish, so I am happy to take on board whatever she's working on. Would you like to see them? To cast would you like to see there. them all in a movie? Yes. That's an action comedy. Yes. Called Grand Death Lotto. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good. What's a great name. That's what you're getting, uh, because that is what Amazon Prime have ordered. Uh, directing it is going to be Paul Feig, or Feige. Feige. I never know how you say that name. Feige. He's the guy behind uh, Bridesmaids, Female Ghostbusters. <laughs> Terrible movie. And much more. Uh, your official synopsis says, in the very near future, the Grand Lottery has been established in economically challenged California. The only catch? You have to kill the winner before sundown and you can legally claim their prize. So somebody wins the lottery, but then if you kill that it's person... Open by season. That season. That person's just... I guess whoever's holding the ticket by the time the sun goes down. <laughs> okay. Feels kind of like Battle Royale, Running Man. Purge. Yeah. Yeah. An action comedy. Yeah, <laughs> with some pretty big stars. Uh, the synopsis continues. New LA resident Katie, played by Orgfina, accidentally finds herself with the winning ticket and must join forces with amateur jackpot protector Noel, played by John Cena, to Noel. make it to sundown in order to claim her multi-billion dollar prize, all while dealing with Noel's protection rival, Lewis Lewis. Lewis Lewis. <laughs> Played by Simu Liu, who also wants to get her to sundown in order to claim his commission. So instead of having people going after her, you've got two so people trying prote- to protect her. Yeah, They're taking on all comers, I guess. Excellent. Uh, Feige says, I love action comedy and extreme physical comedy. And this movie has both, as well as a boatload of heart and hilarity. <laughs> this lotto will make winners of us all. <laughs> That's cheesy. <laughs> Filming starts next week. Excellent. Sounds fun. I like a lot of fun. I, I think I'm those three are very, they're very fun people. So yeah. That sounds good. I'm up for that. Did you know there's a new Hellboy? I didn't know that. A new Hellboy has been cast. It is Jack Kesey. Okay. Uh, he is taking over from the previously mentioned in this episode, David Harbour. Yes, that was rubbish. I didn't see that version. It was not good. Was he good? Was Harbour good? Yeah. Uh, that was recent though, wasn't it? It feels recent, but I bet it was more than five years yeah, ago. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it's, it's probably me failing to remember how time works. Uh, but um, Yeah, I, I kind of felt like it's not that long since we've had a Hellboy movie, but yeah, you're about to tell me it's, it's ages ago. I'm looking ago. for it now. Um, if you're not familiar... That was only uh, 2019. Oh, okay. So that's not too long ago. Okay. Uh, if you're not familiar with Jack Kesey, he was in Deadpool 2, uh, 12 Strong, Baywatch, the, the movie. Uh, he's also got some TV credits, The Strain and Claws. Uh, this version of Hellboy is going to be directed by Brian Taylor, who is most known for Crank. Okay. That was Jason Statement. Statham. Statement. <laughs> not- <laughs> Jason <laughs> Statement. <laughs> That's when he puts out a press release, isn't it? A Jason Statement. Jason Statham Statement. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that's a much better name for him. He should it change really it. Is. He should. 
Uh, and ad- is an adaptation of one of Hellboy's most famous comics, The Crooked Man. The story sees Hellboy stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia with a rookie BPRD agent. There they discover a small community haunted by witches, led by a local devil, with a troubling connection to Hellboy's past, The Crooked Man. I really like the, uh, the term local devil. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it sound like little scamp. Yeah. Uh, so young Hellboy, I guess. Yeah, Hell kid. Hell kid. Well, he's already a boy. So, when does he become Hellman? Hellman. <laughs> he likes mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did when he retired from being Hellboy. He just. Set I think there's an advertising link there that they're severely missing. I completely agree. <laughs> Maybe, so, uh, so, you know, that's that's thousands of pounds worth of advertising agency work there. It's just putting it out there in the in the ether. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it shoots soon in Bulgaria. Bulgaria? Yeah, because it's cheap. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of... You can do a lot with Hellboy because there's such a long time period of him being in existence. What is Hellboy? I know you're not going to know the answer to this, <laughs> but I'm going to ask it anyway. Go on. Because I know it. All people will reply in their Discord. Come join the Discord. What is Hellboy? Is he? He's not Marvel or DC, is he? He's he's a diff. I think he's yeah not in either of those. That's a good question. I think he's his own like independent type. He's not under either is of those one of umbrellas. These British, I don't is it a British think. comic book? I, I don't. Think. I couldn't even tell you. We need Ross Cook. Yeah, we need to put that light in the sky that summons Ross <laughs> Cook. <laughs> He'll know. Eight, yeah, we'll tell you next week on the way because he'll give us a big long history of Hellboy when we yeah or join our Discord or join our Discord and come and watch it live. Okay, I mean, look, it sounds like they're doing something a bit different, so fine. Yes, I'm excited. I, I might not watch it. I didn't watch the last one, but there you go. The, the last one wasn't great. <laughs> Talking of Marvel, yes, as we always do. If you like Marvel, I do. But I did. Uh, and you like musicals, yes, then you probably quite like. Did you ever watch Hawkeye? No. Okay. Because the most boring Avenger. <laughs> I know you can't really say that now because the guy's in a bit of a mess, but he is the most boring Avenger. But Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner isn't Hawkeye. Yeah, he is. Well, yes, but he's not. <laughs> he plays him. He's not him. No, but the, the reason Hawkeye's the most boring Avenger is because Jeremy Renner is a really boring actor. <laughs> anyway, in Hawkeye, <laughs> yes, there's they they do an extended performance where they they. Hawkeye and his family go to watch Rogers the musical. Okay, um, which is like a, it's an end credit scene in one Marvel movie that I can't remember. Where right. they're, they're all singing about the Battle of New York. It's one of the ones I haven't seen. Then I haven't seen. Them. And uh, basically, this story is that that a an extended version of that. So, but but not a proper musical. A mini musical this summer version of Rogers the musical is being staged. Disneyland. Okay. You can go and watch it if you are visiting Disneyland Resort. That's the one in uh, Anaheim. Yes. Uh, yeah. So if that floats your boat, you can watch Avengers the Stage Show. Um, the sort of cheesy, campy, musical right. version. Sounds fun. Uh, all right. You'd go if you were in the theme park. Oh, yeah. Park, if, I was, if I was in California. I don't think... I'm not going to make It would be trip. a certain type of person going especially to see it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would suggest. There would be some people that will, though. <laughs> That's the deal breaker. They've been putting off going for years, and now they're like, oh, we can watch Rogers the Musical. Let's go. Can I just... I, I don't I don't like blowing my own trumpet. Okay. But in you know, in, in the notes for this news item, yeah, I, I like to try and do a little title for just for me. story. Just for me. You just and make and me the one I've done like this it. is Rogers and Thor's Hammerstein. <laughs> I don't know. I'm retiring. You should. Yeah. I'm not going to talk. That's that. one of the best ones you've done. I mean, the one above it just says Hellboy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've not really <laughs> made any effort on no. that at all. No. Um, In fact, you've not made any effort on any of them this <laughs> week. Except <laughs> the first one just says tax. <laughs> I've been away, and I was away. We must have been back a week. <laughs> How far in advance do you think I do these? Look. Well, it wasn't done yesterday. I don't know that much. <laughs> Look, I think that's fun news. Yeah, I agree. That's that all a, the news. That was a good news good news <laughs> section. Well done. I enjoyed it very much so. Uh, the news is done. One thing we should probably mention is that it's the Oscars this weekend. Oh, yeah. Which we've not mentioned. Um, the, the problem is, well, not the problem, but I always feel like, because 
we usually do a bit on the Golden Globes yeah. and the BAFTAs, which I know we did do. And there's not really a difference no, in the nominations. <laughs> so 100% next week we'll come back and we'll talk about the Oscar winners. Yes. I, di- I didn't really want to sort of run f- no. your nominations. I think, the- I think what we'll do is we'll do some sort of prediction game in the Discord. Yeah, that, let's do that. Let's do that. We'll, we'll keep a little If table. you want to get involved in that, we'll, we'll pick like five or six of the top awards. Yeah. Everybody picks a winner. Whoever gets the most gets some sort of shout out on the show or something. Yeah. Or you can come and have a spot on the Botskas or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. work it out. We'll do that. We'll do some sort of prediction contest in the... Because uh... I think this year's Oscars is actually quite interesting. There's there's lots of accessible movies nominated this sure. year. Whereas sometimes it's, it's not that way. And everybody who's nominated for an acting prize seems to be quite nice people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting one. I have got an idea for our Botskas ceremony this year. Okay. But I will present that to you. Privately. Off mic. Off mic. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm excited for that. Okay. Right, what do we do next? Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've watched a couple of things. Go on. I, actually, I've exclusively watched Asian content. Okay. Good. I like that you brought in your horizons. In my life, really, the last couple of weeks. Uh, I have completed Physical 100. Okay. How was that? How did it end up? I mean, great. I didn't realise when I pressed play that the final episode is like an hour and 40 minutes long. Oh, wow. Feature <laughs> length. Like a movie. Feature length reality show. But, um, look, but I, t- I said I had some issues with it at the start. By about episode three, I was all in. And the final episode, when there's five of them left, yeah. and they're just picking them off one by one. It's It's thrilling these they play these almost stupid little get like one of the one of the games the final five have to play yeah is that they've got a load of wooden squares on the floor yeah and that half of them are white half of them are black right and the the four people who remain at that point they just have to say they're two teams of two yeah and they just have to flip it to the other color and they've got five minutes okay. and whoever whatever the most color is at the end wins yeah but five minutes of these muscle guys just doing this, trying to chase each other. Each other out the way. Absolutely wings, fascinating. Oh, okay. It's it's gripping. <laughs> I, I, look, by the end of it, yeah, physical one hundred. You took if your Netflix, work to get into it, didn't yeah. You? But if Netflix doesn't just take this and repeat it for other areas of the world, I don't know. It just seems easy, relatively cheap uh, content for yeah. them to make. I think they will. I think they have to, don't they? Yeah, they do it with all their other reality shows. Exactly. So why not? Yeah. Uh, so I've watched that, and then I have, uh, I've watched the first three episodes now of Alice in Borderland season two. Oh, okay, how was that? That's next on my list. I'm gonna say so far good. Okay. With a caveat. Yeah. That it feels a bit excessive. Oh really? Because like, again, it's just I don't remember the first season, all the episodes being so long. Right, okay. Because we watched them, didn't we, for yes, our previous we did. feature? We did. Yeah, no, they wouldn't have been long. So we they were like forty-five minutes. Maybe, maybe the finale was an hour. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I guess the again, second and third episode are both well over an hour. The no need for it. I was actually annoyed at the end. Make of the more second. episodes. I was annoyed at the end of the second episode again by the editing because I just watched Physical One Hundred where you they would play the climactic game. And it'd get right. It's the old Netflix thing. You get right to the resolution. Yeah. Well, we're about and to find out the, the winner. Next... And then they end it. And that's the start of the next episode. And they actually pulled that trick between episodes two and three of Alice in Borderland. Oh. And I'm like, this is a... That's not That's TV not works. a narrative. I, yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't really a cliffhanger. It felt like, oh, you're just baiting me like these game shows are. Yeah. So I didn't like that. No, I don't. But that, that, that annoyed me. Yeah. Obviously, look, you binge watch it, you can go straight into it. So it's a first world problem, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it's, it, I noticed that as a step change from the previous season. It's been Netflixified. Yeah. 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 It's okay. been slickened. Right. Does it feel like there's the more Netflix money being thrown at it? I mean, I've only seen one game. Okay. <laughs> in two episodes. Three episodes. Yeah. Wow. Which takes all of the second episode and the start of the third episode. And it takes 15 minutes to explain because the rules are that complicated. Okay. <laughs> wow. Once it flows, it's great. Yeah. But you know how Alice and Borderland set up. You get, we're going to this game. They literally tell you, these are the rules of the game. Yeah. But this game has, so, the first game in the season two has so many little branches and offshoots and mini 
rules and sidelines. It's, it's literally 50 minutes. I'm like, just get to it. I'll pick it up. Yeah. Because I'm not going to remember all <laughs> yeah. this. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but I will understand when the, when it starts. Is it slick? Yes. Yeah. Is it? Is the action good? Yes. It's gory. It's... Yeah. I, I will watch the rest. I'll watch the rest. Yeah. It's good. I'm going to watch it. But I d- they are just... They are nitpicks yeah. from what I remember from watching the Nitpick. first season. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but don't let that put you off. You'll enjoy I won't. I, will watch enjoy- it. I have enjoyed it. But yeah, they are just a few caveats to it. Cool. How about you? I finished Lockwood & Co. Okay. I got to the end of it. I have an interesting relationship with this show. Yeah, you, we were talking about this a bit in the Discord, weren't we? The first... Because you were very positive from the first couple Yeah, of first episodes. three or four episodes are great. Then it lost me a little bit in the middle. Yeah. And then the last two episodes are great. And I'm like... Okay. So I really don't know what to say about it. it the three leads... Three kids. Yeah. Well, not kids. They're in their 20s. But they're all fantastic. Okay. The guy who's playing Lockwood... Ross Cook put a message in the Discord this week saying he's he's like a dreamboat. Okay. Because <laughs> he is. His voice is amazing. He looks... He's got the look. He's going to be a... He's going to be a superstar, I think. Uh, yeah, the three of them are great. The story just loses itself a little bit in the middle. And okay. it's a shame because I nearly gave up on it. And I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't because the ending's actually quite good. Right. So I would recommend watching it. Just be aware that the middle two or three or four episodes is not fantastic. I think it's going to be really interesting to see if this show has Me got too. the legs to get renewed. Me too. Because... Uh, it, it plummeted we, down the charts quite quickly. Exactly. It had a strong debut its first week. And if you look at the top 10, look at some of those numbers, what you've just outlined in saying that, that, that there is that dip in the middle, I think it's borne out by the fact it sort of dropped from number one to number seven and it had a big chunk of viewing hours yeah. jump off. And if, you know, you, I presume you sort of thought, well, I've only got two episodes left. It's I'm exactly finished. right, yeah. But, how many but a lot of people it. might not have done that and yeah. just gone... And we know that Netflix renews... Oh, no, I'll find something I, yeah. I might enjoy. Might enjoy. The, we know Netflix renew shows on completion rates now. That's that's not even a secret anymore. So yeah. it'll be interesting to Could see. Could be on the bubble this one. Yeah, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. It's a shame if it does get cancelled. Yeah. It's a really good concept. And I really like Jay Cornish and his, yeah. his record's, you know, good. Um, yeah. yeah, so let's He's see He's cast the show with completely, pretty much a completely unknown cast. Yeah. And made something pretty special. It's, it is a good show. Yeah. But it's not relied on star factor or anything like that. It's just relied on his story to tell the story. And and for the most part, it does. It just gets a little bit dull in the middle. Okay. So, yeah. I, it's it's going to be one to keep an eye on. couple of weeks. We'll know pretty when, soon. Yeah, when it's got to the end of its 28 days. Yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine it'd be too much after. No, we'll know but pretty we're soon. we're here one way or the other. So. Um, I've also, that's pretty much the only Netflix content I've consumed over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've started a show on, it's on Dave over here. I presume it's been shown in another place around the world. It's called World's Most Dangerous Roads. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen any of it? No, that? I haven't seen that. Have you seen I've, the trailer for it? No, but I just, I just, like, it found, it, it, just from the name, it sounds like a show that could have been out at any time in the last 20 years on Channel 5. Yeah, it Dave, does. Or, and But it isn't. This it's is a really, specific new show. It's a like, specific new show and it isn't that at all. It's. It's two comedians in a car right. driving the world's most dangerous okay, roads. Fine, I was expecting one of these like footage. Like, no, it's, that's exactly what it sounds footage, like, doesn't it? Yeah, like, like car you know, crashes. An o- overloaded lorry going up a mountain pass or whatever. No, it's not that. and It's it's a terrible name for a show. <laughs> um, basically, they've sent two comedians in a car on their own and just okay. said, drive down these really dangerous Is it Joe Wilkinson? Joe Wilkinson. I have seen the trailer. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> it's a stupid name. Yeah, I see, I've see. i seen the trailer. I've like, oh, not seen yeah. them all yet. Um, Joe Wilkinson and Zoe... Oh, I don't know her name. I don't know why I've started that. <laughs> <laughs> She's called Zoe. Um, they do an episode. Maisie Adam and Susie oh, Ruffle different do episode. Different, I've just seen a different yeah, people in the There's eight, I think, altogether. Uh, so okay. Susie Ruffle and Maisie Adam do one. Okay. That's the best one, in my opinion. Yeah. Ed Gamble and Lou Sanders. Um... Keith Lemon and Will Meller randomly. <laughs> Keith Lemon stays in character the whole time, of course, and he barely he does. He drives like two hundred yards out of these five hundred miles that they do. Uh, but that, that's I don't like those two guys. But that's actually a really good episode. Okay, I'm gonna um, check that out. Yeah, like, oh, there's a, there's more as well. Stephen Mangan's in one. Okay, two girls from Derry Girls do it. Yeah, I've not seen that one yet. I, be, and you can pick and choose which ones you want to watch. They're not cool. in any sort of order or sure. anything. Uh, but so it's really funny. But then there's also there's always a a 10 minute section where it goes quite deep as well into their their lives like Will Mellor's dad was in prison when he was a child and Susie Ruffles the country that she's doing it in is illegal for her to even be there yeah 
So and and she's doing it with Maisie Adam, who isn't a lesbian, but yeah. <laughs> definitely looks like one. And so it's difficult for those two to. <laughs> you know what i mean it's difficult for those two as two females to be in the car together okay. is what i'm getting at um and and there's different things going on and it's it is actually a quite a good show it's, okay i'm told yeah i yeah. didn't i didn't put two 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 and two together and realize that's the that's the joe, show from joe the, that title reverse yes thing. exactly joe wilkinson's terrified of heights and he's he's driving along this road and there's a 200 foot drop on <laughs> either side of him it's it's good some of the ro- oh phil wang's in one as well i tell you what phil so wang and pia novelli that that sort of group of that sort of age generation of stand-up comedians yeah just god you get in with dave yeah 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 because like, i'm 100%. not saying I, I quite like most of those people yeah but they're always on that tv on yeah. that tv channel in various formats or game shows or just yeah. oh, absolutely the, made they must 100 percent. They, they they're all you, you there's that like you say that group of comedians and they just do everything together yeah. they're just they just do it's so, great they've, it's all right it's, they've developed a proper like cottage industry yeah. on that yeah just TV of that channel, brand of, sta- of stand-up yeah. but yeah it's good it's well worth checking out <laughs> uh, i've also watched a couple of movies in our uh, downtime yeah me too and i've got forgotten to put money so okay. you go first <laughs> <laughs> sounds good uh first one i'll talk about is a film i wanted something i think i was getting a bit of bottom of the stream withdrawals right because i wanted something that wasn't like super famous but sounded fun yeah and so I went with a show, a film on Amazon Prime. I've seen that you've put this on there, and I'm thinking I might watch this tonight. This is this is a you movie, a hundred percent. I think you've you've chosen what I'm going to watch tonight. I so. watched a movie called Dave Made a Maze. Yeah, I've seen it on Amazon. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I think it was there. recommended in the Discord because I put it on my watch list, and I don't know where I would have found it from otherwise. So yeah. At some point, somebody in the Discord must have recommended it. Uh, apologies to whoever it was. <laughs> it's a, it's a heck of a lot of fun. It's, it's basically about this guy and his missus goes away for the weekend and he gets bored. So he makes a cardboard maze in his lounge. Oh, I can actually do that today. <laughs> and when she gets home, he's trapped in this maze, even though it's like two cardboard boxes. Yeah. And she can talk to him. She can hear him. But she tries to get him out and basically he's she's rock- And he's, ba- he's created this whole world inside this maze. And eventually they go in to try and get him out. And there's this whole cardboard world. And it's basically labyrinth yeah. on a budget. But and every set is made out of cardboard, and it is so much fun. Awesome. And I had a lot of time with it. It's, it, it you can tell it's low budget. Yeah, you can tell it's it's played by a bunch of comedians. Yeah. There's not there's no good actors in there, but it is basically cardboard labyrinth. And yeah, you you would love it. Yeah, you did. You I've seen the trailer, and I know I would. You definitely nice. need to check it out. Talking of fun movies, I also watched Willy's Wonderland. <sighs> It sounds like a pretty good double bill to me. <laughs> I think it was two nights in a row, um, which is Nicolas Cage's yeah. film. I think it was last year or the year was, before yeah. he made. Uh, it's about a, a silent man who his car breaks down in this backwater town in the yeah. middle of America, and he has no cash. They don't accept cards, so he has to pay off his debt by cleaning up a abandoned children's restaurant yep. that has animatronic characters it's kind in of it. like chucky e. cheese yes thing, that sort it? of environment yeah. and they lock him in overnight to clean it mm-hmm. and chaos ensues when these animatronic characters come to life and try and attack him and um, can't not be fun surely no it's very very fun <laughs> is what it is it's it's gory it's stupid it's silly nick cage does not utter a single word in the whole movie fantastic he's he, for no other reason than he probably just didn't want to yeah uh, there's no reason for the character to be mute but he is um to cast a man like nick cage and then not give him any lines <laughs> is really interesting to me because you could have just given that to anybody <laughs> so you're basically selling that movie on the fact that Nick Cage is in it. I saw the trailer for Renfield. Yes, the other that week, talk, great talking well. about Nick Cage. It's it's. I mean, regardless of whether the movie will be any good, but I, I'm pretty confident it'll be fun. Yeah, as just a, a, a whatever it is, three and a half minute struct. The the trailer's brilliant. Yeah, and it, it really is. It's such a good job of selling that movie. Yeah, and I know that's what it's supposed to do, and that sounds really obvious, but. But he's barely in the trailer. Yeah, it, you just at the end one line, and yeah. it just it as a trailer. I thought that's a fucking great trailer. That it is. really is. I Considering just... Nick Holt carries most of that trailer, yeah. and he's a charisma vacuum in my opinion. <laughs> um, it does look like a really good fun film, yeah. and I can't wait to watch it. And yeah. it's just something about Nick Cage at the minute. 
he's just he seems to love what he's doing and he seems to be back to enjoying his career it's him embracing who he is who he became well, who the public pe- thought he became people's opinions of it yeah yeah people thought he became a guy who just made money made films to make money which he then admitted that is exactly who he is yeah and, and him, then he embraced and him, that and him going yeah i am a bit of a weirdo yeah and I, love... I, I shouldn't have bought eight castles, 20 paintings, and <laughs> Tyrannosaurus' head or yeah. something. All the Batman comics or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, he just he's, he seems to recently have just embraced the fact that people think who he is. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, that's who I am. I just make movies to make money. And some of these movies he's making are fun yeah. as fuck. <laughs> Willy's Wonderland is great. I would highly recommend it. It's just appeared on Amazon Prime. So yeah. cool. check that out as well. Uh, really good fun. Good. I mean, I, I, even though we mentioned it earlier, I didn't click until just now. <laughs> uh, I watched Wakanda Forever. Okay. My my eldest daughter wanted to watch it. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. it's too long. Right. Aren't all Marvel movies. Yeah. I But I enjoyed it more than the last few Marvel movies I've seen. Okay, good. Um, I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously, emotionally, it's pretty hefty. Yes. And that's what probably, for me, ro- raised it above um, the last few that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy like the Doctor Strange one. Um, I didn't enjoy Thor, the last Thor one. Mm. This this was much better than either one. So. Okay, that's interesting because I did enjoy both of those. So that's yeah. what, if it's better, then I will uh, I'll check it out. Cool. How long is it? Like two and a half hours. Yeah, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Not bothering. <laughs> right, we were literally just before we finish. I I um we I we were getting the girls right. We were like. Oh, we probably should get you ready for bed. It's like but they were really, everyone. We were all really enjoying it. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's got to be nearly finished. It feels like it's nearly finished. Yeah. It's like we've just had a bit of a climactic scene, it's, 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 and it's been on for ages. <laughs> uh, like, it must be about then. How long's left? Hour and ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> An hour and a half into it, or whatever. Okay. Okay. So basically, watching two movies at once. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's mad. Yeah. Right. Should we move on and talk about our real talk topic for this week? Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Because it provoked quite. It really did. <laughs> quite the response in the Discord. It really this did. Was a yeah. Very good. You got the Discord topic. open. Uh, I will. I think Ross has done you a kindly summary. As I've t- yeah, I've still got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> you find it. I'll explain what it was. So this Please. week we decided to do a real every week we do a real talk question where we basically put a question out into the world and people come back at us with answers this week we said in the world of movies or tv what is a hill that you're willing to die on what is an opinion that you are staunchly holding and you are not going to see an argument against it yeah we had it did elicit quite a response the the problem is i do have a handy summary yeah but the handy summary doesn't doesn't tell tell me said them all whose point it was (laughs) so i'm i think i'm gonna freestyle it okay Uh, now I think it's a great subject and the reason it generated so much chat in the discord is because more than a lot of the real talks we've had you just have that okay I'm dropping this straight fire it's basically mic drops all over the shop <laughs> and everyone else sort of going oh yeah oh, I agree with that or no, no come get, on, get out idiot. of town you, you are absolutely wrong <laughs> uh, so yeah when it comes to movies or TV what hill are you willing to die on uh, and the smiley turn came straight in there with whole marvel universe is boring from the start why are people only just coming to this uh this is something i've had a discussion (laughs) with him with him about before he's he's staunchly against the marvel movies and i mean it's an opinion i don't necessarily agree with it myself i think it's maybe been boring for a lot longer than people realize i don't think it is an incorrect viewpoint because i don't necessarily disagree with it but I don't think it's as easy as... No. Because I don't think that is... I don't agree with the from the start bit. No, I agree with that. I think if you go... If if you're talking from Iron Man to Endgame, there are some great movies in there, but there are some... There's some filler. There's some filler in there for definite. So, yeah, I kind of of see where it's coming from. If you're not into him, you're not into him. It's as simple as that, isn't it? But equally, as, as was one of the responses in here, particularly people who are comics fans... Like would yeah. never have thought I would see you would see this merged characters dropping in out yeah, of yeah. movies and the scale of the storytelling. Yeah, um, I can kind of see both sides to it. I, I certainly, as we've just mentioned, the last couple of years since Endgame. Yeah, 
that that since that Endgame, Bloom it's, seems it's, to be off the road. Yeah, doesn't agreed, it? Yeah, I would agree um, that since Endgame, it's been boring. Uh, Ross Cook himself comes in with. I would die on the hill that any fictional character can be changed in any way to whatever iteration you want. It doesn't matter uh, if that's not how they were originally intended. It doesn't guarantee it will be any good. But if there is a new take on a character or a concept, then people shouldn't balk at giving it a try. I mean, I'm assuming we're talking about can James Bond Bond be a woman? woman. Can James Bond be black? Yeah. Can, you know, we can switch genders. We can move move times, settings of, of, you know, Sherlock Holmes in the modern day. Yes. You know, back in the Victorian age. I 100% agree. For the most part, I agree as well. I mean, the only time, the only caveat I would put on it is that if it fundamentally changes a character's personality, then you can't do it. Like, the the prime example is Idris Elba in The Dark Tower. It, it, it couldn't happen. It shouldn't have happened. And it can't happen if you're going to tell that story. That's that film, argu- but that's that film arguably, doesn't tell that story. That is arguably not even an adaptation of the exactly. book. Exactly. That film doesn't tell that, the same story it's, as The Dark it, Tower. It is almost be, if you were getting technical, that movie is inspired but, by yes, these characters. 100%. But if you're going to tell the story of The Dark Tower, you can't have Idris Elba in that role. If you're going to tell that role, that story. Because the character development that that happens is that that man starts off as a racist and then becomes in love with a black woman. Yeah, that that happens in that story. So you can't tell that story in the correct way if you you can't have a black racist. They, they, were, they were never going to get that far. <laughs> exactly. Were they? No, they no. weren't, and and it just doesn't work. But yeah, for the most part, I would agree with Ross's opinion on that. Salmon Holland in the Discord uh, has got a couple to throw into the fire. Go on. One Rick and Morty is not funny. I'm not having that. Rick and Rick and Morty is hilarious. There are parts of it that aren't. Yeah, but There's for the most part, episodes. it's hilarious. Yeah, look, I, I, I am aware of the issues with Justin Roiland yes, recently. We all are. I am aware Dan Harmon is problematic. Yeah, but I think not necessarily from start to finish, but both Community and Rick and Morty have got some of the best half hours of TV I've seen. Yes, I agree. the The fan base of Rick and Morty is problematic <laughs> but the show itself is funny and uh his second one which is something i do wholeheartedly agree with uh is that jj abrams is the reason the star wars sequel trilogy is a mess not ryan johnson uh, the last jedi is a good film and pushed the star wars universe into an interesting place for Abrams did a 180 because of vocal fan and studio pressures. I agree. And I think that that last Star Wars film, is it Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Is fucking awful. <laughs> and how J.J. Abrams didn't get more pelters for that, I, I have no idea. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on that. And it, it, it leads, I'll just get on a little soapbox here, <laughs> it leads to a really interesting point about Disney, which we mentioned a few weeks ago when we were talking about... Uh, their, how they messed up the release of Strange World and then fell back yeah. and said, we're doing a Frozen sequel, we're doing a Toy Story oh, yeah. sequel, we're doing a Zootropolis sequel, yeah. is because Ryan Johnson tried something different with that middle Star Wars film. It was really interesting. Uh, it was set up to point things in a new direction and Disney couldn't cope with it being something different. Some fans not liking it. Yeah. And let's fall back on our existing tropes. Yeah. They went back and got an absolute mess. Agreed. And and we've not had a uh, Star Wars film since. No, that's true. Yeah. Fine. Uh, I didn't like the the JJ hate that came for about four hundred messages after that. <laughs> I was like, I was getting really angry because JJ's one of my heroes. But well, uh, Chris from the Time uh, Time Shifters Pod Close. sort of said he picked up on that. And sort of said, I think the only thing he's done that's good is Super 8. <laughs> but then J.J. Abrams, then surprisingly, for, for I think what you who you'd say, his reputation is sort of a safe pair of hands, quite a vanilla yeah. kind of director, doesn't really take that many risks. Got all this hate in the A lot of hate. I was really surprised Because you by then it. got some, someone in there said, well, actually, I think Super 8 shit, because all he's done is remade a Spielberg Gators film. Yeah. But that's kind of what it... it that's what it was. It was an, It's a homage to I that. I think he kind and of openly 
admitted that. It's, yeah, I think I, you did. And I think Super 8's a wonderful film. I, I, I but it's not know. original. No, it's not original. But what is these days? Mm. Okay, you tried to shut that down pretty quick. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chris carried on and said, he, you know, both Abrams and Tarantino, victim of their own egos, told how great they were going to be. Uh, this this surprised me as well, the amount of vitriol that came towards Tarantino as well. Well, he's not done anything good since Kill Bill 1, I think, was basically. <laughs> yeah, the, that was basically. And which isn't, just it, which isn't the case. I, I think Kill Bill 2 is good. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I see Kill Bill as a movie. Yeah, it says. It is a movie. It's it, just, is. it just happens yeah. to have an interval in the middle. Yeah. I it agree. was a couple of years long. I agree. But the movies before Kill Bill are all great, are they not? Oh, there is the caveat in that. And a couple of people in the decision said Port Fiction is one of my favourite movies yeah. of all time. I, I didn't mind Hateful Eight, but it was long. It was long. Self indulgent. I've not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't either, because it's long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of digs at Tarantino is a genius because he tells you he's a genius. Genius. <laughs> um, but look, yeah, I don't know. I really like Dan- Django Unchained. Yeah, great film. I-, I liked that movie. Yeah. Okay, Samuel Holland said Fleabag's not funny. Fleabag is brilliant. It's overrated. I've never watched it. It's great. Uh, but I do have a variation on that in sort of my hill that I'm willing to die on is that Samuel Holland doesn't know what comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge deserves everything that's coming to her over the next few years because a lot of stuff is coming to her. Uh, I'm not sure because she's got... Um, look, she's play, she's played a big part in this upcoming Indiana Jones film yeah. this summer. So let's see if that lands. That's and, true. Uh, that is true. Let's see what happens. Uh, there was a lot of digs at Harry Potter. There was a lot of digs at Harry Potter. Both the books and the movies. Yeah. Um, I I just don't think they're aimed at me. I, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan. I think the movies are fine. Some of them are great. I'm not. Not all of them. I'm not invested. My my eldest daughter's watched them over the last few months. She thinks she's great. Yeah. She thinks they're amazing, but she's nine. Yeah. And I think (laughs) that's that's where they're aimed. Hundred percent. It was. was, They grew up with their audience, and they were aimed as they get old, as they go through them. They're they're aimed at an older age group. Uh, Everyone agrees. J.K. Rowling is a cunt. Yes. (laughs) I think that's just a general consensus. (laughs) Nice drop of the sea bomb. Okay, I should, can I do mine? Yeah, go for it. I, I think these British classic sitcoms are all terribly overrated. The Office, <laughs> The Royal Family, and Only Fools and Horses. Why Why those three? Those are just the three that I <laughs> I always think I've never enjoyed them. I agree with you about The Office. I think The, of- the Office is good, but it is, it's not the be-all and end-all of British sitcom that yeah. people think it is. It's, it, it's over... I, I'm not saying I, ne- I necessarily... I, they're all overrated. The, right. I don't understand why The Office is not even Ricky Gervais's best thing. And I'm not a massive Ricky Gervais <laughs> fan. No, 100%. I, I'm with you on The Office. I can't agree with you on the other two, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. My dad would murder you if he heard you say that about Only Fools and Horses. You would not be welcome in <laughs> but this But you know what I think it house. is? I, 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 say I, I think I am biased because I just think it was one of those things that was always on TV when I was, yeah, when I was a yeah, kid. And was. I just don't think I was interested. When I go to my mum and dad's house, it's still always on TV. It's, it's always <laughs> on a TV channel and it, it is, has yeah, for, been for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's. I, does anything deserve that? I don't. Yeah, no, you're probably right. But it is great. I put a positive one in there. Go on. But it's the same issue when we've talked about Disney not knowing how to deal with something different. Yeah. I really liked John Carter of Mars. I remember, I went to the cinema to do that and I remember thinking I can, We it was may okay. have gone together. Yeah, we so may have been, maybe we did. And I've seen it a couple of times since. I haven't. I've not I seen think it since. It's, I think it's, I don't I remember not hating what, it at the time and wondering where all the hate was coming I from. I do not understand why it was such a box office bomb. No, nor me. Uh, which, which Chris... Chris from Time Shifters said, I really agree with this. It's had one of the worst marketing campaigns ever and I don't think Disney knew what to do with it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it came at a time when Disney weren't making live action movies and they just didn't know how to handle it. I mean, whether they should have they spent, spent a lot of 200 money. million yeah, on it is a, a lot different of money question. On it, so it was never going to make its money back. But yeah, it was, it was fine. I remember it being fine. Uh, Wayne in the Discord says... My, loads of responses to this one. My take is that The Wire isn't good enough to be considered one of the greatest TV shows of all time. You always hear The Sopranos, The Wire, and Breaking Bad. One of those is not like the other two. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think that's a fair comment. I I tried to start. I started watching The Wire at the time when The Wire was a thing, and I got about three episodes in. And I was like, I'm not watching this. It's not for me. I gave up on it at the time, which. I think a lot of people have given up on it since. Yeah, I've, I've, I I've got to say I've never well. tried it. It doesn't let stand the test of time. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, well, Wayne said he got to season three, didn't go back to watch the last two seasons, just doesn't doesn't get it. It's a long way in to give up on a show, that is. Yeah. Ross came back with another one. 
I think people who don't watch foreign films, either because they don't get the culture or don't like subtitles, need to work on both their multiculturalism and their reading comprehension. <laughs> I could not agree more. I, I, When people tell me they don't watch foreign films because they don't like dubs or subtitles, it makes me look down on them a little bit. I'm with you. <laughs> Why would... I understand that there is a lot of stuff out there. Yes. There is so much to watch. But why would, if if people are saying to you, you know, word of mouth, just, just a hypothetical, oh, you should watch whatever this thing is. Yeah. Why would you go, oh, so someone's told me to watch this, someone's told me to watch this. Uh, I'm not going to watch that one because that's got subtitles. Yeah. Or it's French. Yeah. Or what? That, that just some... doesn't even come into my head. Doesn't no, nor me. Oh no, what's it about? Yeah, what's the genre? Is the story? Good? What am I in the mood for? I don't. Give, I don't care if it's got subtitles or it's where yeah. it's from. Same. Uh, do, I don't get it, and it does make me look down on you a little bit if you think like it. I'm yeah. sorry. That's just the way I am. You're missing out on some great. You're missing out on R R R. It's simple. I just don't want to get political, but it's so fucking Tory. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Just get fucked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the argument of I can't watch a dub because the lips don't line up with the words. Why are you that closely watching somebody's lips anyway? And <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Look at Squid Game. Yeah. 100%. Foul billions so of I people want watch to that believe show. It's not, I want to believe it's an, it's an issue for a minority. And if you have that, if you're in that minority, then you deserve to have your piss boiled by that sort of opinion. I, I know somebody right. who doesn't watch foreign movies because of that very reason, but did watch Squid Game because it's Squid Game. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Then watch Alice in Borderland. Watch all these great shows that you're missing out. Some of these films that we do on the show, they're shit. But there are, there, there's a whole world of cinema out there that you're missing out Imagine on. Imagine if you'd never watched Mirage. Yeah. Fuck or me. Countless... The countless great movies. All the Spanish watched. movies that we've watched. Yeah. We have so many good Spanish movies out there. This one we're doing on Thursday. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I don't I don't get it. It it boils my piss. <laughs> it was a good it was a great that's a great one for us, to be fair. Uh Mrs. Rock Cook, Ross Cook uh <laughs> wants to add one in. The book is always better than the movie or the T V show. No. Always. Always is That's it. the word. Always is the word Always. in that sentence. Usually, fine. I can agree with usually, but definitely not always. Ross himself says, I don't think that's right. He <laughs> he cites the example of, uh, we need to talk about Kevin. I've not read the book. I think I have seen the movie. Uh, I have seen the movie. He says I, the movie is great, the, the book's book terrible. Well, I remember one of my earliest experiences that was Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because I'd read the book. Yeah. Because I knew this movie was coming out. And I loved the book. I might have even read it twice. Really? Like, I don't think I've ever read it. And I love Jurassic Park, the movie, but I remember my first reaction. I was only 12. 12, yeah. Coming out going, oh, well, that wasn't as good wasn't as the, the book. book. It, <laughs> yeah. My, in my in my the, uh, 12-year-old memory, my reaction was that wasn't as good as the book. But they're just, they're diff- it's a great movie. Yeah, it is, and they're you different things. They're just you, that book. You can't have a, a, you know, a PG blockbuster movie where everyone's head gets ripped off, and there's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. And the endings changed, and that's fine. It's it's a great movie. It's a good book. Yeah, you can have the it's, same thing. Yeah, but they're different. But they're different. You hundred percent can. I think I think that is most of them in the Discord. That was a good good. Uh, what about yours? Hot Fuzz isn't a good film. <laughs> That yeah. isn't mine. That isn't mine. No, no. I, I, would, I don't want to be too predictable. <laughs> that isn't mine. But it isn't. It is a hill I'm willing to die on. But it isn't as good. It isn't as good as Shaun of the Dead. That's that's the hill I'm willing to die on, I think. Okay. Um, mine is that no movie is good enough to be three hours long. No movie is good enough to be three hours long. Three hours is too long for our movie. For any movie. I was listening... I think that's really interesting. I was listening to a podcast just yesterday, actually. Yeah. It's not about. It's not a movie podcast. Okay. Sports podcast. But the two hosts had both separately been uh, to the movies. Okay. And one of them had been to see Ant Man. Yep. One of them had been to see Cocaine Bear. Right. And the guy who'd been to see Cocaine Bear just said, "How long's Ant Man?" He was like, "Yeah, two and a half hours." He was like, "No." <laughs> no. Cocaine Bear, ninety minutes. 
wasn't the best film, but I had a good time. It's 90 minutes. That's a sweet, sweet spot for a movie. I think he's right. I think 90 minutes is the sweet spot for a movie and two hours for an epic. I don't think anything needs to be that any longer than that. I've, I must say, as I've got older, yeah. if I see that it's more than two hours, I, I hesitate. Same. I nearly, I'm not saying I wouldn't, because I, I do watch stuff this long, <laughs> but I go, oh, fuck. When, um, last Saturday when I watched Willy's Wonderland, yeah. I had a choice of two. It was Willy's Wonderland or We Have a Ghost, yeah. Netflix's new David Harbour movie. That's over two hours long. I'm not watching it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's two hours and 15 that. minutes long. Yeah. And that was that was your decision. It was the length that yeah, made you decide. 100%. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I will watch We Have a Ghost at some point, and I'm pretty sure I will finish it thinking that's far longer than it needs to be. But yeah, d- definitely run time. It's too long. Three hours is too long for a film, any film. Split it like Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Because I, I'm not one of these people that can stop a movie halfway through and then go back to it. I just can't do that. I don't do that. Oh, that's interesting. We'll come back on Thursday because I was forced to do that. Okay. With this week's movie. And I, I think that... We'll talk about it on Thursday, but I think some of what I thought about this week's movie was influenced by the fact I didn't watch it in one sitting. Okay, that that is interesting. So that is a tease for Thursday. <laughs> well, there's a tease. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I really struggle with turning the movie off and going back to it. Yeah. So I don't do it. So... That's probably where that opinion comes from. Okay. But yeah, that's it. That's my hill I'm willing to die on. Come at me. Do you know what? Maybe even five years ago, I would have been at you. <laughs> I'm not at you now. No. Good. Don't disagree. Thank you. That's good to know. Well, great. I think it was one of the best real talks we've ever, ever I had. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, it was. And it thank was, you, everyone, for getting a, involved. It's about a huge debate in, yeah. the, in the Discord. If you want to come and join the Discord, the Discord link will be in the show notes where it's a fun group of people. You'll make friends. You will. 100%. Improve your life. <laughs> Improve your life. It is. It's good to have more friends. Right. We're going far too long on yeah. this episode. We need to get out of here. We Come do. back on Thursday. We're going to do an Indonesian action movie called Headshot. Oh, yes. So the guy who's already been on the show before is going to be good fun. We, there's a lo- it's probably one of the goriest movies we've ever done. 100%. And yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. So come back on Thursday for that. Cheers. Bye.